back to the Women of Marvel podcast, where the women of Marvel assemble to talk all things Marvel and more. I'm Adri Cowan. I'm the social media manager. I'm Sana Amanath. I'm an editor. Uh, Janine Schaefer, the talent scout. Judy Stevens, associate producer. So today we wanted to kind of recap New York Comic Con. Um, sadly, we weren't able to record the audio. That was the amazing panel that we had. It like, was amazing. Of like 16 women on stage. <laughs> We didn't have enough chairs for everyone. We're all sitting on each other's laps. It was weird. Hey, like, audience members were volunteering their chairs so that people <laughs> could sit. I think Dan Slott actually gave his seat to <laughs> Sarah Pichelli. Oh, what a gentleman. Perhaps? He yeah. did. Yes. What a gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. And it was and it was one of those things where um, my roommate actually went and got in line. Maybe our panel was at like one fifteen. She got in line at about like twelve fifteen. She said that there were already eighty people in line for our panel. That's yeah. insane. That they had to cut the line off and they closed the doors. Yeah, and they actually, uh, they, I heard that there were people lining up at eight thirty in the morning, which is pretty amazing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a really it was a room filled with energy, and it was. I probably would have started crying had I not been on stage. I 100% <laughs> did cry and was on stage. Yeah. I did. I, I managed to, like, there were a couple of times where I felt, I don't know, like, I felt myself getting chills. Like, I got so, it was like the wave of excitement washing over you. And then when I was, t- I took a video, which you could see on my Instagram, of the mm-hmm. audience at the end of the panel, like, you know, to say thank you to them and. I, I took a video, and I definitely teared up while I was taking the video, because it was, like, too much for me. Yeah, and to, and to recap to anyone who wasn't there, we, we most likely will have video, and we'll link to that, but it, it essentially, the panel works where we all get on stage, um, Janine introduces everybody, um, and each of us talks about how we got into our positions at, at Marvel, but um, it took a really, really long time, because there was, like, 16, how many? I think like, 16. I think we had we had, we had fifteen originally, and then we someone jumped up on stage that we Stacy. Oh no, wait, Stacy was supposed to Stacey, be there. No, uh, we had a Jen. Yes, oh, and yes. Jen sadly did not have a slide, but but she she deserved to be on the panel. We just were well, because we've about been chairs. Tra- we've been trying to get mm-hmm. Jen on the panel yeah. for years. And it's always too early for her because she's always inevitably out until 6 a.m. Yes. The Marvel parties. At the, the night before. Party. Right. So she has always been like, I'm there with you guys in spirit, but I'm in my bed in body. So mm-hmm. sorry. But <laughs> then this year she came. So it was very exciting. So, yeah, I guess we had 17. 17. And we, we had announcements this year, which we've never really. I mean, we've announced like things, but we actually and we were able to announce books. We yeah. announced Gomorrah. We written have. by Nicole Perlman, um, who is the co-writer of Guardians of the Galaxy, which is super exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we announced the Women of Marvel uh, cover initiative that we're doing in March to celebrate National Women His- Women's History Month. Um, and G. Willow Wilson we is announced- writing an arc of X-Men, which is very exciting because she is a huge X-Men fan and is uh, totally geeked out when she got the offer. Um, and the Margo. Black Widow Young yes. Avenger. Young, oh, of course. Young adult book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Margaret Stoll, uh, for any of you fans of her out there, she wrote Beautiful Creatures. Um, she is doing a, a young adult series with us called uh, Black Widow. Um, and it is where it's a partnership with, of course, with Marvel and Disney Publishing. Um, and Margaret is actually very, very excited. She actually used to write a lot of our um, games back in the day. Um, so this is sort of her coming back to Marvel, and she said this is like one of the most exciting parts of, uh, times in her career. Um, and I actually read the outline 
for uh, Black Widow, and it's fantastic. Just? Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> it's very, very good, and it's she completely understands the world, um, and she's she's writing Black Widow. I think in the way that she should be written, with a little bit of a, a sort of young adult slant to it, which is a lot of fun. And it's about her life growing up, or no, it's not. Um, it, it, there. They'll touch upon that a little bit, but it's her um, and sort of her relationship with this new, actually a set of two characters, uh, but uh, basically a young woman who, I don't know if I should give too much information, okay, actually, we'll have to just her and another young woman, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. This, uh, this yes. sounds exciting. Um, and, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, Margie was just amazing on the panel. Oh my she God, was she loud, was. she was in charge, yeah. she stole the mic from people a couple yeah. times, it was amazing. <laughs> You can see her right at the end of the video that I posted, just like explode up from her chair and yeah. was like, "Yeah, like all this." So psyched to be yeah. there, yeah. And of course, Kelly Sue yep. was kind of like she was the essence of it, really, because yeah. she gets on there, she gets on the mic right at the beginning and gives her like powerful speech that she she wants people, she wants women to. Join the industry. She wants us to feel empowered to do that. And I think she does a really good job. Well, we have this tradition that uh, at the beginning of every uh, panel, Women of Marvel panel, Kelly Sue sort of asks the question of, like, who is actually here, who reads comics, who wants to work in comics, just to sort of shut down the question of, are women reading comics? Are women interested in it? To sort of change the conversation a little bit. And that's why I know, you know, for me... Like, look, I know that it was crazy, and we were literally, like, spilling over the edges of the of the platform, of the podium, but I feel like that sends such a powerful message to women who are reading comics and girls yeah. who are reading comics yeah. to see this stage could barely handle all of the women who are here who are so excited to make comics and to bring other women into the fold, you know, and to, and to mentor the next generation, like that, for me, like just the visual of the stage could not even hold us was yeah. so. And let and, and let let us say that that was actually not sort of a PR stunt on our part because we were looking down the list and we're like, oh my god, we have so many people, and we needed to have a lot of those people because of announcements, because of sort of relevance to Marvel. People have been working here for such a long time. So it was really difficult because where was I was also one of the people being like we have to limit it. Not everyone's going to be able to talk, which is you know I don't I don't like it when people are on the panel and not able to sort of contribute to the conversation. But kind of looking at it now, it was really powerful to sort of look at that image of those sixteen, seventeen women crammed on stage, like hooting and hollering. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's a really important message to to send out to people like you who are listening. To know that we're they're women making comics and they're all different types of women yeah. from all different backgrounds, um, and they're sort of putting their own voice, um, you know, in in the Marvel universe, and that's fantastic. I should not have cursed. Oh my god! You can bleep that out. I'm right? gonna bleep you out. <laughs> I think that's gonna be the first time. That is the first time, Sana. Thank you. Guys. There, you broke it. You broke that. <laughs> I broke the seal. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was every every Women of Marvel panel where I did show up hang- hungover. Um, the problem we need to was... like actually remind Sana <laughs> multiple times over the course of the panel not to curse. Failed. There are children time. in the audience. Failed. There's actually a sign on the back of our name cards that says, reminder, no cursing, children are in the audience. And Janine will be like, son, this is for you. Yeah, we're going to have, like, okay, 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 have Reed start just putting your name on it. Like, Sana. <laughs> Please. I'm 
Such a Sunday. potty mouth. Such a potty mouth. But you guys, come on, how many podcasts have we done? And I have not cursed you until great today. Job. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Oh, I'm really thank proud you guys. Of you. <laughs> I'd like to thank all of you out there for all of the support. <laughs> Um, so, oh, I want to talk about something that happened right after the panel. So, okay, I love the panel. It's my favorite thing to do at any convention. It's, like, my favorite moment. It's the thing I look forward to with equal parts, like, complete anxiety that I am going to screw something up. When I walk up there, I'm so nervous. I never know what I'm going to say. But every also, year. Every, every year. Janine is nervous. Yeah. Can I just tell you? Every year, Janine is like, oh, my gosh. I don't know what I'm going to do. How I'm going to do I'm like, Janine, you have been doing this for so long, and you're so good at it every single time. I never. No, I was really impressed, actually. Oh, like, you were so, na- you're, you were natural up there. Really. I was real nervous. Well, and this year, too, so my mom came. <laughs> it was her first convention <laughs> ever. My mother was there, and she was. Re- I was like, you have to come. Her face when we walked in the Javits Center was oh. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what is happening? She actually looked like she wanted to turn around and walk out. And I was there's, like, no, no, no. There's nothing you can compare it to, no. to or explain to anybody. No. You just I have thought, to throw them in. I thought that she was behind me, so we were walking to the panel, and you know, when you walk in, uh, like around like 36th Street, then you have to go down those stairs, and then you walk a little bit to get to the escalators, right? So we're going down the stairs, and I'm just like talking. to, And then I realized I, tra- I was talking to nobody, because my mother is standing like <laughs> it midway through the stairs, just looking and taking pictures of the crowd <laughs> because the crowd was so crazy. Like, there were so many people that she was just, yeah. like, standing there taking pictures. And I was like, Mom, we're going to be late. Come on, come on, come on. Like, let's wow. go, let's go. <laughs> so my mother was there, and also my daughter was there. Yeah. Which was super exciting. And she was dressed as Miss America. Aww. And she was wicked cute. Well, we did give her a special introduction in the middle of the panel. um, Because I thought it was adorable that she was, like, in the corner of the room. And we needed to introduce the newest addition. Yeah, she looked real cute. The woman of Marvel family. She's such a good girl. She was real good the whole time. She, like, kind of half-waved at everyone who turned around (laughs) and some pointed her out. It was real cute. Yeah. So what was I going to say? Oh, so, okay, so this is, like, my favorite thing. I love it. But then one of my favorite parts of it also is afterwards when they're trying to kick us out of the room because the panel is over and, like, people are coming up to the stage. And, like, everyone is just so excited to be there. Like, everyone just wants to meet everyone. And I think we have such a great mix of people who, you know, say hello to everybody. And everyone has, like, a personal thing to talk to someone who comes up mm-hmm. to talk to us about, which is really exciting. So then this year... uh these three women came up to me to give me their portfolios, um, which I was super excited about. And an amazing thing happened, uh, which is the thing we're always talking about, which is like, turn around, talk to the person next to you. Those are the people you're going to be making comics with. Like, those are the people you're going to be coming up with. Also, I'm sorry, guys. I have a really bad cold. I, really so <laughs> I suddenly realized that I sound <laughs> way more nasally than usual. Um we always say, turn around, like, look at the people next to you. Those are the people you're going to be coming up with. If you are a writer, look around. There's artists here, vice versa, blah. So there, so I'm talking to these women. And another woman was standing, like, a few people away. And she was like, are you guys artists? I'm a writer. Like, I've been looking for an artist. And they kind of, like, peeled off from the crowd to exchange information. And oh. So, guys, if you guys are listening to this, any of you, uh, like, keep us, like, let us know what you guys are doing. Let us know if, it were, if it's working out. You know, send us links to stuff. Like, I think that would be really cool. After the the panel seems to be the most, I mean, for me, it was 
so valuable just to see the women uh, because I work on the not so creative like it's creative in a different way like we come up with ways to market on social media but the there were several women that came up to me after and said I want to work in comics and I want to do what you're doing and it was so awesome because I actually had never really met a lot of women yeah. who want to work in the comics industry in that capacity. Um, and, you know, they were in college and like, what, what do we do? Give me advice. And then I, I said, let's all just connect and talk. And, you know, this is exactly what you should be doing. Coming to events like this, networking, talking to the people that can connect you to the jobs. But it was just like, that's what makes it so yeah. cool is talking to the women that you that you can actually make a difference in their lives yeah. and it's like I don't do I just go on the Twitter and I tweet things but it's people are really paying attention of course well to because us. and I mean I know I say this all the time but I do think when a lot of people the, the pushback is like well there aren't any women because I mean how many women are like bring you their portfolios I mean that's why do you know what I mean like how many women are trying to make comics that's why there aren't a lot of women but I mean I think people forget that Unless you see people like you doing the thing you want to do, it's that's like a door. That's already like a door or like a wall that you have to break through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when you see women making comics, you see women's names on the masthead on Marvel.com, you know, in the credits of the books, in the credits of the movies. Like that's when you start when the when when you start saying like, oh, I could. Oh, I didn't know. Like I could also do this. Yeah. You that's, know? A, that's a big part of also sort of why the Women of Marvel panel, I think, what was important to start all those years ago, but also to sort of ha- why it's grown over the last couple of years is because of sort of the messaging of, you know, there's always this 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 dialogue that happens, you know, on the internet or wherever where people are like, well, why aren't there enough female creators or, you know, where, where is sort of the female visibility within the comics industry in general? And this is sort of just a reminder to be like, look, not only are we here, we're growing. Um, and there, there are people like us trying to, and, and it's not just us, by the way. It is um, a lot of the men, oh my God, men, I said it. Um, but a lot of the men here are also very supportive of having female creators um, within the fold and that we are taking steps to get there. So it's just a reminder to everyone that as much as we're not maybe where we should be, but we are making efforts to, to be able to get there. Like every single year it's growing. The fact that we had 16 people on stage and people were falling off, like is just testament to the fact. Um, and to sort of let's focus on that rather than, well, we're not, we're not good yet or we're not, we're not having it happen yet with the way that we're not, we're not satisfied. Um, and we shouldn't be, I'm not saying we shouldn't, but let's yeah. kind of focus a little bit more on the positive strides that we're making rather than um, what's missing. I think one of the reasons, so the first year I went to San Diego, I experienced the Women of Marvel panel for the first time. I wasn't on it. I got to take photos of it. And I remember being like, I want to get on the panel because um, I can't draw nor can I write, but I work in this industry and there's yeah. very few of me. I mean, back mm-hmm. then there actually were a lot of female editors and then people fluctuated yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff like that happened. And why I first wanted to get on that panel, I think that that's the first time I said it. I was like, I don't work in comics, but I work behind the scenes, and I'm and and that's one of those things. There's so many women in this office yeah. that help you guys make those comics. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And we may never be the forefront, you know, like the lawyers and uh, and production. Like, you know, production. Adri, who does social media, myself, who, who does like you know like 
promotional material on the website. And even the apps for the, the digital platforms. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where if you really, really love comics and, and you want to work in a nerddom, it's, it's, you can do whatever. You can go and be a lawyer. You can be, uh, you can work in financing. Like, the world is is your oyster and we have jobs in every single department and now we have them uh, across coast co- coast to coast so yeah, yeah. you know and i think like having also having um victoria alonzo on the panel last year at uh, this year at san diego comic-con really i think opened the door for us to be able to have more interesting people on the panel and i i'm so excited to see what we can do next year at san diego yeah you know maybe we can ask for a bigger room hint hint mm-hmm. people <laughs> who work at comic-con also victoria alonzo was like Every time I see a Marvel movie now and her name is number two as a producer, executive producer, I'm like, I sat next to her. (laughs) She gave me a hug. Yeah. (laughs) And she was so cool. I don't know. She, she was, she really, yeah. Like, hopefully, hopefully, you'll use her there next year and you also get to meet her because she was really, she, she, she said things about, about females in movies that we on this side of the of this of the country can't really talk about. And she said that you know she basically talked about you know if we could get a female led movie, and I think that that was like monumental. Yeah, yeah. that know? and more women working in like action films. Yeah, because you really don't get those those female like it's not on the the mass like it's she's one of the biggest names out there for that, yeah. and I think. It, it kind of crosses over onto the West Coast. Like, we have the West Coast with the movies, and we have East Coast with the comics, and we need women in both parts. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's, start, let's pick one favorite thing that, we, that happened to you at New York Comic Con besides the panel. Oh. Um, oh, God, I feel like I've had a few. For me, it was actually um, very, very exciting to uh, see people who were dressed up as Kamala Khan, as Ms. Marvel. Um, I was thinking about it the other day, and, you know, like, when you start pitching an idea and you're kind of in the development stage and you're thinking about, oh, what is she going to look like? What's her costume? Like, is she going to have short hair, t- long hair? Is she, well, what does she, are we going to make use of the lightning bolt somehow and all that stuff? And it's weird because I'm thinking about the time when I was talking to Willow about what her powers would look like and then talking to Jamie McKelvey about what her outfit, what her costume would look like. And then suddenly you're walking around the convention floor and then you see... Like some girl who's not even Pakistani, she was she was like Asian, and she looked looked beautiful. She was wearing the Kamala Khan outfit, like Ms. Marvel, dressed up, made it herself, made the big fist, which was great. Um, and that's like a really amazing moment, you know, when you're kind of realizing like all of these elements have come together, all these people have come together, and suddenly this this girl is at New York Comic Con proudly wearing this costume that didn't exist two years ago. Um, and it's it's coming up to like a year of the announcement of the series, which was November of last year. And to have that happen before a year or before a year of the, the, the comic actually being on the, being on the shelves is um, pretty inspiring. So for anyone out there who's ever interested in making comics, anything, whether it's at Marvel or outside of... Um, being able to create something and having at least one person care about it uh, is a, is a pretty monumental feeling. So that's awesome. Yeah, there were a lot of Ms. Marvels. There mm-hmm. were. Yeah, 
There was that little one who has been robots. Girl? Yeah. Oh my god. I have been I was trying to find her everywhere at the convention. Apparently she has this like five questions from a five year old that her father and her do this like, podcast together. And she uh, interviewed Willow Wilson, um, but I I couldn't find her. And she saw Jamie McAlvey. Yeah, everyone like, kept coming up to Sana <laughs> and being like, oh, my God, I just saw this Ms. Marvel, and she was so cute. Look at this picture I have. And Sana was like, what the? What did I this for all weekend? I was looking everywhere for her. Um, That's the trick. But, when you're looking for someone, you won't be able to yeah. find them. But you'll run into someone you weren't looking for, and then you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that was there was this amazing Thor customer who um, we had been in contact before the con. She had been doing basically like had been like emailing Russell and be like, "How is this part? How is this set? Is this like this?" So like talking to figure out how it actually fit on on like on Thor and uh, and so she made the costume. She finished it like the night before. It looked it phenomenal. So really good. Yeah. I can see the picture. I want to see it. Okay. Well, I'll show you the picture. Please do. Oh, um, yeah. We had that one. She was with um, Sif, right? Yeah. We had them on our Marble Live, so, and it was pretty great. Um, I think they only wore it on Thursday. That's probably why. Oh, I was not there on Thursday. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was pretty monumental. Uh, I, I, as the costumes are always amazing for me, but I think... One of the like chill, like one of the chill moments is I got I we walked into the Marvel um, Unlimited Plus panel on Sunday morning and they were showing the Avengers footage. Yeah, and so obviously I've seen this footage tons of times uh, based on Hall H. Based we get to see it in the office, but I've never like it was in the small room of people. And Hall H is like an experience to see the footage. And these people hadn't waited in line. You know, this is the perks of the of the program. And literally people were cheering. Everyone in the room was so excited. They had to play it again. And it's like one of those moments when you realize like, and I'm standing in the back with all like the Marvel crew. It's all these like, all the, all, like everyone who like works in the office. And we're all just like, oh my God, I can't wait for this movie. And it's, mm-hmm. it's I think that moment like that where... I've been in this office for almost nine years, and I started, uh, I think I got hired right as we were announcing to, uh, Robert Downey Jr. was playing Tony Stark. So I have been, I have seen the entire world, and here we are at Avengers 2. Yeah. And that's pretty crazy. That that's it's only awesome. been like nine years. Yeah. Yeah. And so and Marvel is doing so much now. Now that we've got Daredevil coming up with the Netflix series, um... And that actually, that was a really, that was in Hall H, right? Yeah, it was huge. We had, they had all the entire Daredevil cast. Um, we got to meet Charlie Cox in the office, who is so handsome. Uh, I, I, I'm swooning. I was very excited because yeah. I happened to walk into oh, yeah. the Marvel booth, like b- behind, uh, you know, where we're like, we go behind the booth, like inside. And I just happened to be there. And I was like talking with Sana and I was lamenting that I hadn't gotten a ticket to see the Daredevil stuff, and she was like, well, the whole cast is standing behind you. I didn't know, and I turned around, and, like, Vincent D'Onofrio was just standing there, and I was like, hey, and he was like, hey, what's up? And I was like, nothing. <laughs> like, and that was pretty much it. Like, he's I frightening felt, looking. No, he's, he's, no, no, I mean, he like, he's a king king. He's yeah. so We can't big. say that, but, I mean, he's, okay. He is frightening and perfect for the character that he's playing. He is a large man. He's yes. a big dude. But I like kind of wanted to be best friends with him. And I thought that this could be my moment to be best friends with him. 
It was didn't it? happen. I feel like maybe in his head we were best friends. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I feel yeah. like there was a connection. He's thinking that right now. Yeah, I know yeah. that. Because yeah. like, I wonder why yeah. she hasn't called. I know. Like I know. Me. You know that really cute girl, Vince, short listen. hair. I'm here for you. You should have made friends with his son because his son was photobombing everyone. It was so, like, because he put his son on his chair and when they were signing. And at different points, you'll look at people's pictures and he, his son is just like this. Aww. It's brilliant. How old is he? Uh, he must be like, I don't know, maybe seven, eight. Oh, I don't so know how old he was. He was, I was like, I applaud really you. That's for, great. I, I applaud anyone who photobombs. Yeah. yeah. So if you've ever gotten a photo on stage, Judy is like people, a professional photo. I might have photobombed you. Just look at any picture you might have from the marble booth, and Judy might be in the She's background. There. She we is had, there. We had some pretty cool photos from being behind the scenes at Marvel Live. So, so we were in the skybox um, a lot. So we have the booth down on the floor, and then we have the skybox, which is above with the glass looking down, and we have a live streaming show. Um, so we have a lot of cool guests on there. We had. Mike Tyson was up there. Yeah, Carrie Ellis. Carrie Ellis. Uh, is that how you say his name? I think so. Okay. Don't look at me. I always said Elvis, but Elvis. <laughs> that could um, be wrong. I don't know. We just we had a really great crowd up there. Yeah, and it's really it's it's one of the reasons I love the Skybox is we have our own private bathroom. But besides that, <laughs> we basically just stand there and get to see everyone on the con floor. We get to see all those costumes everyone's yeah. talking about. And without, like, you know, without the crowds and just, like, look. And everyone saw someone will see us and look at us and wave at us. But most of the time, everyone's just oblivious to the sky. Oh, boxes. my favorite part was when Clark Gregg came up. Oh, right. And everyone kind of saw him through the window. And then they started gathering around downstairs. <laughs> and then he took a selfie, like, through the window with the crowd at the bottom. And it was just, he's just the best. He's so, the best. He's, like, very gracious and so excited to work at Marvel, which is awesome. And that's the one thing I will say about a lot of the celebrities that are sort of coming in, like, the films and TV shows. They're all so, so excited just to be at Marvel, to be a part of the whole experience. Um, and so gracious and down to yeah. earth, which is kind of crazy considering they're all kind of huge celebrities now. Yeah. Um, but that's that's my my favorite part about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to backtrack for a second, and maybe Julie, you can talk about what Unlimited Plus is, Marvel Unlimited Plus, because you're talking about the panel and sort of the special perks that you get. But maybe you should tell people what it what it is. Right. So if you guys are ever attending one of our big cons, we do these um, these Plus membership things. So basically, we have a subscription plan called Marvel Unlimited. Uh, you, I think it's either monthly or yearly fee you can do. But if you're willing to spend a little bit more money, you can do the Marvel Unlimited Plus. And the Plus members get like this care package that comes with like a, a limited edition figure. They get like a special comic. Uh, comic, I think it's like it's once a year, so you get this package once a year as, as a member. And you get, you get basically invited to these events that we do. So I think this is the third or fourth one we've done. And usually we get Hall H footage every time we do it. Um, we've done it at C2E2, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con. And so, previews. Yeah, so yeah. basically, if you want to see up. Hall H footage. <laughs> That's reason enough. But not yeah. only that, so Marvel Unlimited is our, basically our app. So it's like, we're kind of like, it's kind of like the Netflix program for us. It's, you get access to over 15,000 digital comics. So it's the digital, com- digital comics access. So you get to read all that stuff. Plus you get all the stuff that Judy's talking about, and you're kind of like part of like the special Marvel family um, when you get to be at that level. So, And yeah. it's generally like anything that's been on sale for six months, right, switches on to Unlimited. Yeah. Um, so you're not completely behind, especially if you're sort of just catching up in the Marvel Universe. It's a great place for you to be because you can 
uh, you know, read things that have been on stands for the last six months. Yeah, check it out. It's, um, I believe it's marvel.com slash unlimited. Yeah. yeah. Also, I think it's a great way, if you're trying to introduce someone into Marvel Comics, it's such a great backlog of, of like series that we've done over time. Um, back back when it used to be called the the old name, uh, that's actually how I read all my comics. Was I used to create the panels uh, for like the way that you read the 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 clicking through to read the panels. I used to do that. So when I was uh, free or when I was done paneling a book, I would go back and actually read it. And so that's how I caught up. I I probably have read like three or four or five thousand comics using that way. And it's a great way, and, and, and also it's one of those things where if you do subscribe to it, you can always tweet to us. You can email at us at womanof at marvel.com. Um, we'll tell you, we'll give you suggestions of books. And instead of, like, you know, especially if you want to go read a book that's been out for, like, 20 years, it's it's probably in there. Uh, and you and instead of trying to, like, dig up a trade that's been, you know, that was went to print five years ago, it's definitely a much easier read, and you can read it. It's on iOS and Android. Cool. Yay. Uh, wait, can I... I didn't hear your favorite moment. Uh, Clark Gregg. Oh, it was Clark Gregg. Yeah, it was my favorite. <laughs> I always... He's always my favorite moment. Of I, I actually, We actually had to walk him from the booth to the live box. And so we had, like... We had the, the Marvel TV people. We had, like, two or three security guards and me. And so we all sort of, like, became this, like, blob of people. And there was a, there was a stage that's, like, halfway to the skybox that the Cobb members were dancing on. Oh, so, yeah. From Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, so yeah. Clark obviously had to stop and, like, look oh. and, like, watch it for a minute. And we were all, like, sort of surrounding him. <laughs> and the fans were, like, looking back and they were, like... <laughs> and it was, like, it really was amazing. Just like, you know, you never really get to walk a floor with, with someone like that. And Clark is one of those type of people where, like, someone was like, man, let's take a selfie. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the minute you know, like, I, I think for me, the minute I knew I was at Comic-Con was when I was waiting for the elevator. And it went ding. And then R2-D2, like, came out. <laughs> and then there was a guy following him. But, I mean, it was just, I was like, oh, I'm at Comic-Con now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Margot got her picture taken with the Young Avengers team. Kieran and Jamie. Mm-hmm. Yes, and yes, Wilson. I know them. Yes. And it was real cute. That's it was the cutest. Real, real really cute. And she was like, she was smitten with Jamie McKelvey. Smitten. So Baby Avengers? Starting. Baby Avengers. Baby. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Starting early. It was real cute. Uh, and non-Marvel related, I saw there was a group of horsehead guys. <laughs> oh my God. For those, for those who don't know... Janine discovered the idea of a horse head at a con we went to two years ago. And the rubber one? Yeah. And is now those obsessed masks, with them. Those horse head masks. <laughs> I don't know why. I love them I so much. Is it like a weird, am I like an old person yeah. for thinking that this yeah. is funny? Like, I love it. I still think it's funny, like, watching the, you know that news story where there was a storm and it was the like, guy it was just like ran Sandy. around? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Hurricane Sandy and the guy just wore a horse mask yeah. and just ran around in his underwear. It, it's amazing. <laughs> I love them. I feel like they're all really like adventurous people. Like, I don't, I don't know, like, who puts them on? I'm fascinated by this. I can't, I can't help it. Yeah. So, and now people, enough people know of my like of this. <laughs> That they'll like come and be like, hey, uh, I just wanted to let you know that there's like a group. Like, so CB was like, oh, I was just looking for you. There's some horse head guys like doing a dance <laughs> at that video game booth over there. And they were like all up on stage, but they were just doing it out in the pavilion also. So I got oh. a picture of them and it was awesome. My mother was like, what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? So oh my gosh. 
it was the best. Your mother needs to join the Women of Marvel podcast for, for an episode. That would be pretty great. I do love how you expose like the youngest and oldest members of your family to just all at the same at the same time. time. At the same time, yeah, it's adorable. I, I couldn't even imagine my parents. They wouldn't. They would like walk up. They would like get become in the crowd of people going to the Javits, and then my mom would be like, "Oh, I see a I see a restaurant over there. I'll meet you at the end of the day." <laughs> I did feel a little bit like a celebrity as we were walking through. Because a lot of people would just come up to me and like shove their portfolios at me as like <laughs> as we were walking through the floors, so they'd be like, "Are you Judy Schaefer? Here, have all of my have all my stuff." And my mom would be like, "People like know you," and I was like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> Here, mom, I'm showing you. I know. I'm showing off. I'm famous. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay, great. Well, we've talked for a long time. We could talk even longer. I mean, New York Comic Con is is really. Uh, it is my favorite. It, it's one of my favorite conventions. I really love it. I really love it. And every year, I'm like, Ugh, it's going to be so big. It's going to be so much work. I and know. People come into town so early, and they're here for like three weeks afterwards, and it's going to be so much work. And yeah, this year, I just don't think I have it in me. I don't think I have it in me. And then the minute you walk into yeah. the convention center, it is such a re... Sana and I were just talking about how you're so reinvigorated. Yeah. After. Absolutely. And it's New York always does it. Like, reinvigorated. You know, and the one thing I will say, actually, I wanted to make a comment about this, and we can edit down accordingly, but I really feel like this can, this New York Comic Con was sort of the Comic Con of women. Yes. Because there was so much female support. Um, I did appreciate the the, the cosplayer um, signs. Oh, that cosplay is not yeah, consent. Yeah, cosplay is not consent. I, lo- I really appreciated that they put that up. Um, and just across the board, like New York Magazine hosted a female fandom panel with uh, Kelly Sue, Gail Simone, and myself, and it was also huge and had a huge, great response. Um, but I really feel like they're kind of noticing that there is this change happening in the audience and this sort of dialogue that comes associated with it. Yeah. So um, I'd like to say it started at the Women of Marvel panel. Personally, <laughs> I'm just saying. I just noticed that Rolling Stone head headline, the one oh that my said, God. God. "Women oh. slowly taking over Marvel comics." Yeah. Bam! Oh, we Drop, drops the, the mic. We are one of the top ten things Rolling Stones declared to be the best things at New York Comic Con, and that is, and that is mind-boggling. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Uh, Women of Marvel was trending in the U.S. Right. Yes. Yes. It was. It was. I was so. Oh, that was all I was Adrian. so proud. Adrian it was not me. Happen. I was watching it, and I could say it was turning. But the people who were attending were just tweeting the heck out of it. And then the announce, the huge announcements people were talking about. Yep. It was just really. It was overall just a very powerful time. Yeah. So hopefully, some of you guys are new. Uh, heard about our podcast at the panel. Um, obviously, we'll be doing this weekly. So, and it'll be. Tons of cool things. We get creators and celebrities and cosplayers to talk, and we just get around and sit in our green Blather room. on each other. We'll yeah. have more of a focused podcast next time. <laughs> I don't know. I like our unfocused stuff. <laughs> True. So uh, if you guys have any questions for us or anything like that, uh, you can always email us at womanof at marvel.com. Adri, do our social thingies. We are on uh, Twitter at Marvel, of course, and our hashtag is womenofmarvel.com. Marvel. Um, if you're joining our book club, we have the hashtag WOM Reads. We'll have, when will we have an, another book club episode? I think it's in two or three weeks. Okay. And so we're we'll doing Access number one. Excellent. Um, and thank you so much for joining. Um, and then tune in next week, next Friday. We'll have another Women of Marvel podcast for you then. We'll see you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe.